0: Table, bring it to a Tennessee Farm Table.
1: Good Saturday morning, and welcome to the Tennessee Farm Table, a show dedicated to the people of our region who produce, prepare, and preserve our regional foods and agricultural products. This is your hostess, Amy Campbell. The song that you just heard was sung by East Tennessee's own, Emmy Sunshine. She's from Madisonville, Tennessee. Today, we're setting the table with JFG Coffee. JFG Coffee has been a tradition in Knoxville for over a century. Today, we have many special guests, including Tina Utzman, whose father, Jack Utzman, was president of JFG Coffee for over 20 years. We also get to hear from Bill Houston, who tells the story of his new market neighbor, Nettie Ivy, who came up with the slogan, The Best Part of the Meal. Mary Constantine, food editor for the Knoxville News Sentinel, has a good recipe for marinating steak with coffee. So thank you so much for being here at our table. It is an honor and a privilege to have your company. So let's get started. The company that we know as JFG started in Morristown, Tennessee in 1882 by James Franklin Goodson's great-great-grandfather. After his great-great-grandfather's death, Bud Goodson took over the company and named the coffee JFG Goodson Special Coffee. It eventually went by the name JFG Coffee. Under his watch, he moved the company to Knoxville, and it was a dominant leader in the coffee industry for decades in East Tennessee, JFG also was very successful marketing tea, mayonnaise, and peanut butter. In 1964, Bud Goodson's son, Floyd, who was president of JFG Coffee at the time, died in a plane crash, and it was so devastating that his father sold the company in 1965. That is when JFG Coffee was acquired by Riley Foods, which still owns the brand today. But during this time, James Franklin Goodson, who currently owns and runs Goodson Brothers Coffee, had been learning the business and had started working at the age of 13 on the shipping department loading trucks. In 1979, he used his experience and his history and with five other people started Goodson's Brother Coffee. Today, they roast a wide variety of coffees by contract. They roast it, they grind it, and package it here in Knoxville. And they're a very successful Knoxville company today. So, there's a little background on JFG Coffee. So, now let's join Tina Utzman as she reminisces about her dad, Coffee Jack, who was president of JFG for 20 years. So, we're sitting here today talking with Tina Utzman. <laughs> I'm so glad to see you. It's good to
2: see you, too.
1: Now, your daddy, I knew this because I've known you was the president of jg coffee yeah
2: he didn't start out that way he started out doing their books really and daddy's a certified cpa and he used to have an office down on union avenue in the daylight building oh wow and back in the day uh, daddy always late shopped for christmas he would have me come down like two days before christmas and have me file up on the third floor in his office and I think I got 10 cents a file maybe it was three to five dollars and then I'd go blow that down on Gay Street you know at all the stores that used to be down on Gay Street and the promenade and Mm -hmm. back then but daddy uh, started out as a CPA and that was his office there and then he did the books for JFG and eventually I hired him to be the program. A programmer runs the whole place, wow. and then he did that, f- I don't know how long, for a couple of years, and then they brought him, I think when J.F. Goodson retired, um, and things changed, and Mr. Raleigh took over, and they hired him on as president, and he was president in the peak during the World's Fair, because it was the World's Fair coffee. That's a big, big deal. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, we were proud because we all have coffee mugs that say World's Fair Coffee JFG. That's so And, you know, we were so proud because Daddy was down there all the time. Yeah. He could take important people over, you know, like from Lenore City and people coming over from Greenback and stuff like that. He'd take them to the World's Fair. Oh, my goodness. But if Mr. Riley came down, I mean, everybody. Mm
1: -hmm. Daddy
2: was the person that would travel. Seven State Coffee, Daddy. The programmer in the beginning, he sort of ran the plant, and then as he became more, he actually had people under him, and then he was free to go visit with the seven states, whoever sold the coffee in South Carolina, whoever sold it in North Carolina and Georgia and all those places, and uh, Kentucky and Tim, you know, he would go visit them and find mm-hmm. out what was going on and check the stores. He'd walk in the store to make sure all those displays were good. <laughs> He was very choosy about where he selected to go eat his lunch. He's a meet and three kind of guy, and he liked to go. <laughs> Daddy liked to go where they served JFG coffee, and if they'd bring something out, he'd go, "What kind of coffee is this?" And if the girl didn't say JFG, he'd go, "Well, you know, I kind of like that JFG coffee," and they go, "You know," he'd always push it. But if it was JFG coffee, he tipped her good. You know, and a lot of times back in the day, a lot of the people served it because that daddy's people would go out and mm-hmm. and push it around Knoxville. And mm-hmm. it was a family company. And mm-hmm. I mean, daddy would get mad. Daddy got mad at me one time because they made peanut butter, tea, mayonnaise, and coffee. And I bought a jar of <laughs> jiffy peanut butter one time. Daddy was over at my house and saw it in my cabin. He didn't talk to me for two months. He said, oh, no. if my own daughter's gonna buy that. <coughs> jiffy stuff, when we've got the good stuff on the shelf, he goes, oh. and guess what I got for Christmas for the next 15 years? A jar of JFG peanut butter. <laughs> plain, not peanut, plain, Crunch. You know, and I thought, this is all I'm getting? And it was that big damn jar, too. (laughs) He was never going to let his daughter buy another jiffy peanut butter again. But, man, I could not believe he took it so personal. Mm -hmm. If we didn't have the product on our shelf and walk and talk it, it, you know, it wasn't right. And, of course, Daddy, you know, smelled like coffee. He smelled like coffee. I
1: bet. What is your Daddy's name?
2: It's Andrew Jackson Utsman, but, you know, everyone knew him as Jack. Jack. Just I called him Daddy Jack. But everyone around town and a lot of people called him Coffee Jack. Really? Oh when Daddy started playing tennis, all the seniors they had two two or three Jacks. Daddy was coffee jack. That's wonderful. I know. Love the name. Uh but you know <laughs> little skinny old man with a flat top and a cigar in his mouth, smelling like coffee. Why not? You know, it was that was Coffee Jack. <laughs> but he'd go in he'd walk into a meet and three and you know, I'm telling you, I I was in all the little dive joints around town, and there used to be a lot of them. There's only a couple of meet-in-the-rees now, Mm -hmm. but daddy knew where they were, and he would, there'd be a group of guys from JFG that he'd take with him, and sometimes he'd call me up and go, girl, you wanna meet us? And there was, oh, I'm telling you, oh, I was so proud to go eat lunch with my dad. I got a free meal! everybody i was getting a free meal <laughs> but daddy uh, would go you know and to sit with all these important they were all wearing shirts and look like you know ties and there'd be daddy sitting with dad at one point daddy chewed cigars but when he found out it was bad for you he quit that but he could talk with that cigar in his mouth he'd be going yeah, and that cigar would just be flying but daddy that's so funny you know that cigar only came out when he was eating or drinking a beer <laughs> and well did he um wear a suit no uh most of the guys at jfg you knew who they were at jfg the corporate guys would wear shirts and ties and and but and my dad um uh, walked around the plant in overalls he would go um that one time i said where's dad and they go down the plant i went down there and i was walking around looking for him and i couldn't find him and there's this old man over there in the corner, a pair of overalls, and I walked in and said, you know where, and it was Daddy. And I said, God, Daddy, and he goes, well, he goes, the, you know, I don't want them to think I'm any better than them. You know, but my dad didn't, mm-hmm. he didn't, he, now he did have a couple of pins in his pocket, you know, but, <laughs> and a couple of cigars in there too, but he mm-hmm. he would, he never dressed up. The only time he ever wore a suit was a funeral. Mm-hmm.
1: I see. If you've just joined us, you're listening to the Tennessee Farm Table, and in an interview with Tina Utzman, whose father Jack Utzman, some call him Coffee Jack, was president of JFG Coffee for over 20 years. If you'd like to go to the Tennessee Farm Table Facebook page, I've posted a picture of Tina's daddy, Coffee Jack, with his childhood dog Grip. This was taken this was taken when he was a little kid up in Rogersville, Tennessee. If you'd like to hear the extended version of my interview with Tina and her daddy, Coffee Jack, just check out our podcast at tennesseefarmtable.com or by iTunes. Tina and her dad both have had a great love for dogs, and Tina herself has found homes for over 900 stray dogs. For more information about what she does in our community to house stray dogs, connect with her on Facebook at True Dog Network. That's spelled T R U. After the short break, we're going to hear from Bill Houston from Newmarket, Tennessee. He's going to share the story of Nettie Ivy, who came up with the tagline, "The best part of the meal." Support for the Tennessee Farm Table is provided in part by Ellie's Home providing fine flowers for home and garden, seasonal staging, weddings, and floral decor from private to commercial. Currently scheduling with future brides on the perfect floral design for weddings. To schedule an appointment and for more information, the website is elliesfloral.com. That is spelled E L L I E S floral.com. Ellies Floral You can always tell Ellie's home. Support for the Tennessee Farm Table comes in part from Magpie's Bakery in downtown North Knoxville, one block north of Broadway on North Central Street, with King Cakes available now. Order by today at 4 from Monday Pickup. Order by Monday at noon for Tuesday afternoon pickup. Extra cakes available on a first-come-first-serve basis in two sizes. Small, feeds 8 to 10. Large, serves 12 to 16. Traditional is filled with cinnamon sugar. Other flavors include apple cream streusel, tart cherry cream cheese, and cream cheese streusel. All king cakes are glazed decorated with purple yellow and green sanding sugar and come with a baby beads and doubloons they're party ready custom order details at magpiescakes.com magpie's bakery all butter all the time let's hear from bill houston from newmarket tennessee some of you might know bill because he taught art to countless numbers of students at Carson-Newman for 40 years. He also owns and runs Houston's Mineral Well in Newmarket, Tennessee, and he is a wonderful storyteller. Most of all, he is an incredibly talented artist, and his landscapes are absolutely stunning. You can see his landscapes at the website wchouston.com. And now let's hear Bill tell this wonderful story. Well, Bill Houston, here we are in Newmarket, Tennessee. And I remember a long, 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 long time ago when we talked together at Carson Newman, you told me a story about a lady here from Newmarket, Tennessee, that had something really big to do with JFG Coffee. Now, could you tell that story in her name?
3: Her name was Nettie Ivy, and she lived down the street and around the corner from my grandfather. My grandfather ran the store here. And I think it was in the late 1920s or early 1930s that JFG Coffee had a contest. Now, this is completely just anecdotal stories and and things that were told to me growing up. But JFG had a contest in which they wanted to have a slogan. And so there was a enormous prize of $50 uh, that if you wrote this slogan and they picked it out, you were going to win this prize. And she came up with the, the, the slogan, the, it's the best part of the meal which was their slogan, which was printed on their coffee cans and was on one of their big signs for a while. And uh, so she, they picked this, thought that was just tremendous and all that. And according to the story, my grandfather met with a representative from the JFG company. And and that what happened was since he ran the store, you know, that they were informed about this, contest you had an entry blank and in 25 words or less or in 10 words or less you uh, come up with this little uh, phrase and they had picked her and her address was here and they came to try to find her and my grandfather went down to the house with her and with the guy from JFG and they presented her a $50 bill and she just went completely bonkers and she was like you know like couldn't believe it and was just like hands in the air and and was laughing and hopping up and down. And uh, they just thought that this was the greatest thing. And um, her husband was a good friend of my grandfather, uh, Herman Ivey. He was a rather prominent uh, Newmarket uh, resident who was the slowest driver that I've ever been. He was notorious for how slowly he would drive. And I think that his car never got above idle and he would just drive up the highway and around town. And if you got behind him, you just basically had to not think of getting there on time because he would just creep. I don't think he, I had ever, I've ever been behind him. He got over 10 miles an hour. And, uh, but he had this drove this gigantic Chrysler. And, uh, but uh, Nettie Ivy um, lived quite a long time and I remember her very, very distinctly. And she was the one that came up with their slogan, according to rumor. But uh, my uh, family enjoyed telling the story about her.
1: That's a and, wonderful story. Right. Their
3: house is still uh, around the corner. Great big, huge um, two-story that I think is owned by the Baptist Church now and is used as their uh, uh, youth center now. Oh.
1: What did she physically look like?
3: She was very small, very kind of wiry, uh, small lady with a mouthful of teeth and uh, smiled a lot, and uh, uh, when she would talk, she was very, very energetic, and she was always kind of uh, almost nervous, Uh, had a lot of energy when she would talk and all of that. She had uh, uh, kind of a really good sense of humor, too, as I recall, Yeah, and uh, liked me as a kid and didn't try to, you know, run me out of her yard or anything, but uh, she she was a good lady.
1: That's fantastic.
3: This is Alan Benton, and you're listening to the Tennessee Farm Table.
0: Say hey, hey, good looking. What you got cooking? How's about cooking something up with me?
1: And now, it's In the Kitchen with Mary Constantine,
4: food writer for the Knoxville New Sentinel. When I hear somebody talk about coffee, my ears perk up. That's because coffee is simply the lifeblood for this old gal. My pot is programmed to start brewing before I wake up. In fact, it's the aroma that wakes me up. And it's the first thing that I aim for when my feet hit the floor. But I'm not a frou-frou coffee drinker, other than it must contain caffeine. I don't need a cappuccino, I don't need a frappuccino, flat white, soy milk, shot of caramel, or non-gel Hawaiian papaya sweetener. Nope, just give me a big old cup of black coffee and I'm a happy girl. Well, I'm happy once I finish my first cup anyway. But there's a lot more things to do with coffee than just drink it. I mean, did you know that coffee grounds, used or fresh, can be sprinkled around your plants to repel snails and other bugs? That sprinkling damp coffee grounds onto your fireplace ashes just before sweeping them away helps to avoid that dusty cloud that gets all over your furniture? And that mixing a little bit of oil and coffee grounds together can be used to cover scratches on wooden floors and furniture. Yep, there's a lot of things you can do with coffee other than drink it. But my favorite way is to use it on steak. About 10 years ago, Amy Hibben shared her recipe for coffee rub with me and I still use it to this day. It's simply one-fourth to one-half cup of whole coffee beans, a half of a cup of brown sugar, and one tablespoon of kosher salt. And don't use sea salt. That won't do. You coarsely grind the coffee beans and then you mix it with the brown sugar and the salt. Get your steaks out. Coat both sides of the steaks with the coffee rub. Put them back in the refrigerator for 20 minutes or up to two hours and let them marinate. It not only imparts this rich coffee flavor but it also tenderizes the meat. Now go get your grill ready but remove the steaks from the refrigerator and let them come to room temperature while the grill is getting hot. Shake any excess coffee grounds from the steak and place it on the grill. Now cook it to the internal temperature that you like the best, but I wouldn't advise you to walk away from it. You need to turn it every once in a while because the brown sugar in that mix can burn if you're not careful, but it is fabulous. So cheers to a great cup of joe and cheers to a great steak with joe. This is Mary Constantine for the Tennessee Farm Table.
1: I'd like to let you know about a 4-H event that is happening tomorrow, February 6th. This is to try to encourage kids to become involved with 4-H. If you'd like for me to consider broadcasting your non-profit event, just email The Basics to me two weeks in advance of the event to amy at tennesseefarmtable.com. The annual Blount County 4-H Horse Project Chili Supper and Auction will be held Saturday, February 6. With homemade chili or soup, fixings, dessert and drink for a suggested donation of $5 to benefit the 4-H Youth Horse Program. Supper begins at 6 and the auction will immediately follow. The location is Rio Central Church at 370 South Long Hollow Road in Maryville. Tickets available at the door or advance at the UTTSU Extension Office located in downtown Maryville. More information with Extension agent Jessica Waters online at extension.tennessee.edu slash blunt. If you've just joined us, you are listening to the Tennessee Farm Table radio show and podcast. Broadcasting on the radio waves every Saturday morning from Knoxville, Tennessee at 89.9 FM and streamed live at WDVX.com. You can always listen to this show on your schedule at TennesseeFarmTable.com or check out our podcast on iTunes. Support for the Tennessee Farm Table is brought to you by listeners just like yourselves. We want to say thank you so much for your support of this type of community broadcasting. And if you haven't done so, or if you feel so inclined, you can make a tax-deductible donation at any time at WDVX.com. Thank you so much. We want to say thank you so much for your great company here today on the Tennessee Farm Table. We hope that you can join us again right back here at 9 o'clock at WDVX.com or online at TennesseeFarmTable.com. We're going to be talking about Valentine treats and local honey. I'd like to invite you to tune in to WBIR Channel 10 TV in Knoxville this Tuesday, February 9th, where I'm going to be on Live at Five at Four, I'll be featuring local beekeepers, Judy and Coley O'Dell, in an assortment of their products that they make with both honey and their honeybee wax to offer up as Valentine treats. Our theme song was written by myself, Amy Campbell, and beautifully performed by East Tennessee's own Any Sunshine. More information about Emmy Sunshine at theemmysunshine.com. That's spelled T-H-E-E-M-I-sunshine.com. We want to say thank you to WDVX for bringing to you pure community broadcasting, just like this show. They are our media partner, and we couldn't do this without them. More information at wdvx.com. We'd love to invite you to connect with us on Twitter and Facebook at TennesseeFarmTable.com and check out our podcast. We hope you have a good week and keep on digging. This has been a Campbell Creative Incorporated production.